This is Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show, and Ella's Leash Production. Heard as a podcast around the world, but heard first on radio stations 100.7 WHUD-FM and Real Country 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Shine On, bringing you healers and dreamers and people who want to make life richer. It's your time to shine on. my sweet shiners. Thank you for shining on today. It's Casey. Words, 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 and hand sanitizer. Sweet Lord, what is going on? Let us take a breath and take a pause and fill our worlds with light. We're realizing now how we're all connected, yes? Yes, for reals. And caring for each other, the only way to move forward. Caring for yourself is important too. So today, we are going to help you find the words to say when you need to say something, especially in the world of business. Dr. Lois Frankel has an audiobook out now. Dr. Frankel is the author of the best selling Nice Girls Don't business book series, her latest, Nice Girls Don't Speak Up or Stand Out. How to make your voice heard, your point known, or your presence felt. This is different, Lois. Tell us why. You know, for two reasons. First of all, it's the question that I am most often asked when I do keynotes is, how do I say this, or how do I say that, or how do I exhibit confidence? And so what I wanted to do was convey that message, and I started to write the book. And as I was writing it, it was like, no, 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 this doesn't translate into words. You have to hear this. So I pitched it as an audio book to Hachette, and fortunately for me, they, they agreed to it. And so that's one reason why it's an audiobook. And the second reason is, you know, people are on the go all the time now. And so what they really want to do is be able to have books be portable with them, listen at the gym or in the car or wherever. And so, you know, you put those things together, and it just made common sense that, that this would be a book for right now um, to meet people's needs. And we're talking about communication. So, yes, I agree. We have to hear the way you're communicating. You are our good example. What happened to us? Did we did we never learn to communicate or did we get squashed? Uh, why, why are, especially women, but I think most people in general, nobody even wants to answer their phone anymore. What's happening to communication and our communication skills? Well, when it comes to women, Casey, the problem is, is that women often in adulthood act in ways that have been suggested they should act in childhood. Now, I'm not going to say it's always the parent who suggests it, because nowadays parents are giving all the right messages about you can be anything you want and do anything you want and say anything you want. The problem is when they get out into society, society doesn't give those same messages. So that when you look at what happens in schools and the media, Madison Avenue, there's a different ideal for women. And when, when about at the age of 13, girls start to um, ascribe to that ideal and they start to dumb down. And you don't hear their voices as much. So that's really what happens is that when in adulthood, um, adult women act like the nice little girls they're either taught to be in childhood or that society would like them to be they're never going to achieve their adult goals right okay so how do we start to take us across the bridge how do we go from being the nice girl who doesn't speak out or stand out to making our voice heard 
okay, you need to have certain tools in your toolkit. I call these the toolkit basics, and I talk about them in the audiobook, Nice Girls Don't Speak Up or Stand Out. It's a little bit like I like to bake bread, and if I have the certain ingredients for bread in my home all the time, I can make any kind of bread. Well, if you have certain ingredients in your toolkit for communication, you can communicate in any situation. Let me give you three examples. First, and I just did it right here, right? I answered your question with a headline, and now I'm going to give you three examples. That's called headline communication. Women need to communicate more in headlines. What we tend to do too often is we give lengthy explanations, and we don't get to our point soon enough. So use a headline. A headline is, what do I want to tell you? And then provide two or three examples of what you're trying to say. That's a headline. Number two, another tool you need in your toolkit. It's called the desk script, D-E-S-C. When you have to have a difficult conversation, describe why you want to have a conversation with the person. Explain why you're, what your point of view is. Elicit their point of view. Specify what you want. And C is uh, create consequences um, for the conversation. So that's another tool you need in your toolkit. And the third tool that I think every woman needs in her toolkit is the ability to handle um, what we call appropriations, and that is taking other people taking your idea as their own. And it's very simple to do that. All you do is when someone takes your idea, once they're finished speaking, you look at them and say, thank you so much for elaborating on my idea. It made me realize I'd like to add a few things. So those are just three of the tips that I give in the book out of probably close to 100. Wow. All right. I want to go back and just review them. Uh, The first one was I heard you speak in headlines. You know what I I often tell uh, uh, women when I go out and speak about on media nights? I say, go look at the email you just wrote and then take the last paragraph and move it up to the top. (laughs) Great tip, Great tip. Because what you really want to say doesn't need to be buried under all that talk. Now, the second one you said desk, D-E-S-C, describe. This is for the difficult conversations. Describe. Can you go through that one more time? Sure. Describe why I want to have the conversation. Explain. The E is explain my viewpoint and elicit yours specify what I want to have happen, and create consequences, positive or negative. If we can do this, all these good things will happen. All right. That's the part I didn't get, the consequences. So you say at the end of the difficult conversation, you get to the part where there comes the action, what we want to get out of this, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because hopefully, even if it's a difficult conversation, you want to move in the right direction. I want to speak to this last one when someone steals your idea. (laughs) Because I think everybody's got their hand up like, that just happened to me. We're not always able to uh, speak up and say that in certain situations, especially if it's with a higher up. You know, you can't speak to them as a peer. Do you have like a PS to that of of how we cannot uh, fester some ill will or bad feelings? Yes, a lot of times, yeah, we don't we don't speak up because we are afraid of that bad will. And there's a there's a technique that's called contrasting. What I do want and I don't want. So it might sound like this, Casey. I don't want you to think that I'm not respectful of what you're saying because I absolutely am, and I know that you know what you're talking about. And at the same time, I see things a little differently, and I'd like to share that. Now that's how you can even with the boss disagree without being disagreeable. 
Man, I, I need to get that tattooed somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Contrasting. It's a great little tip. Do it one more time. You were really good at it. Okay. And let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. I did it just the other day at the car repair sales with the car sales per- person who was kind of going on and on and mansplaining something to me. And I interrupted him and I said, you know, excuse me one second here. I don't want you to think I don't respect your expertise because you know a lot more about cars than I do. At the same time, I know my car. And I know what it was doing when I brought it in. Nice. Nice girls don't speak up or stand out. Lois P. Frankel, Ph.D. Where can we get the audio book? You can get the audiobook uh, anywhere where you purchase audiobooks, or you can go to my website, drloisfrankel.com, and that's D-R-L-O-I-S-F-R-A-N-K-E-L.com, uh, and click on the new book tab at the, at the top of the homepage. And for your listeners, um, if they buy the book and will just contact me through the website, uh, I'll send them a free companion uh, workbook. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you so much, Casey. Lois Frankel, Nice Girls Don't Speak Up or Stand Out, an audio book. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you for shining on today. A couple of things coming up April 4th. I do believe we will have a one-day retreat at Graymore. It is still scheduled on the books, just a small group in a big room. It's called Gifted Women Day of Prayer. Maybe just what we need. Casey.co has more. And then June 20th at Mariondale and Ossining, we're planning a one-day retreat for women veterans, working with the Giordano Foundation. Very excited about that. All right, now more great advice and more words to use from the man who knows all about how to talk business, Ivan Meisner, one of my favorite guests. Thank you for being here. My pleasure. I have to tell you what I do at parties and events when people come up and talk to me, and usually they want to talk to me because they want to get something on the radio or they have some sort of an idea, right? This is what I do, and I'm so happy because you're so going to get it. I sort of try to speak to them telepathically, you know, like, I don't want to have this conversation now. I'm sort of sending the (laughs) message to their brain, like I'm, I'm nodding my head and I'm listening, but I'm trying to send off the energy of like, this isn't the time send me an email but you know it never works so let's try your way well yes but you know i'd like to touch on one other thing when people meet you if they want to be on your show they should not start with that and here's the reason why and and i talk about this in some material i've written called networking up when you're networking with somebody that you really want to make a connection with the worst thing to do is to start the conversation with by asking them for something Mm. because Everybody does that. If you really want to stand out, you should never start by saying, hey, I'd love to be on your radio show. You know, that's just the worst thing to do because that's what so many people do. Instead, they should find a way to help you. Hey, you know, if you're ever looking for somebody, I mean, this is what I say when I'm talking to radio people. If you're ever looking to interview somebody with an area of expertise, I run the world's largest network. I'd be happy to put you in touch with them. Now, that's a whole different approach than, hey, would you put me on your radio show? Right. And because with your approach, it's wide open. With their approach, I'm stuck in a corner and and there's really no right answer. Because if I say sure, well, then it's like, can I call you on Tuesday? And if I say no, now I've just lost a friend and I have to explain and let them down, you know. So I start talking to myself. Instead of talking to them, I just try to send out the vibration of no, no, right. no, no. Oh. So, I mean, you know, in the situation you're talking about, I would I would just, you know, say to them, uh, so, you know, tell me about what you do. I don't even, especially if you don't even know their name. Right. One of the things that I like to do is a mindset reset. So if somebody asks me something for something, I don't even know them, I'm, I'll say to them, I'm sorry, what was your name again? Right. 
so that they're like, oh yeah, they don't even know who I am, and, and I'm asking to be on the show. So, you know, you get their name, find out what they do, get some information, and say, well, look, I really appreciate that, and then give them your producer's name, because the truth is, they're doing something that I call, uh, in networking, they're using networking as a face-to-face cold calling opportunity, and they're doing something I call premature solicitation, yeah. which you don't want to say fast three times, it'll get you in trouble. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, but it's, yes, exactly, it's too much too soon. You're just yep. meeting someone. Ivan Meisner has taught us first create rapport, first create relationship, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Otherwise, if you don't have some kind of relationship or connection, you're asking for a favor too soon. Mm. It's about social capital. You know, banks like it when you have money in the bank before you take it out. It's the same thing with social capital. You should have a little bit of social capital before you start asking for favors from anyone. So I think you want me to talk about how do you get out of those these yes. conversations or any kind of conversation. Ex- yeah. Exactly right. So how do we walk away from a conversation when we're done? And this is the hard yeah. part for me. Sometimes I just want to be done talking because I want to go to the buffet table or because I want to talk to somebody else. Where's my exit ramp so the first and foremost you know don't don't fib to them and and don't apologize that's one of the big things is don't apologize i've seen so many people say well look i'm really sorry but i want to meet some other people <laughs> well that's that's the worst thing to say is to make them feel bad that you want to meet somebody else so don't apologize for ending the conversation don't fib about the conversation oh hey look i got to talk to somebody else i've seen people say I, I, sorry, I, I need to run to the men's room. And then they go talk to somebody else. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah, don't do that. Don't do it. So here's what I recommend. Simply end the conversation by saying something like, it's really nice meeting you. Do you have a card? Uh, I'd like to have your contact information. Thanks. That's it. No fuss, no muss, no big deal. Don't apologize. Don't make promises. Simply thank them for the conversation. Um, people love it if they can give their card because they feel they could come to some conclusion. Uh, and nobody's going to be offended. I do it all the time. Nobody gets offended by that. Right. Well, here's a couple of other things. Uh, you can frame what you liked about the conversation or recap part of the conversation before you, you, you say, uh, it was really nice meeting you. you know, I hope our paths cross again. Frame what you like. You know, I really found what you talked about with XYZ really interesting. And I appreciate you sharing that with me. And then go back to number one, where you say, it was really nice meeting you. You'd love to have a copy of your card. Yeah. What if they don't have a card? Well, and that happens sometimes, which, you know, just completely blows my mind. If you go to a networking event, you kind of ought to have business cards, even in this day and age. Um, and if they say, I'm sorry, I don't have a card, um, then I'd say, oh, well, it's, you know, it's really kind of hard to contact somebody if they don't have their card. But thank you. It was really nice meeting you. Mm-hmm. And, and I leave it at that. Now, now sometimes they'll say, well, can I send you my information? And I don't mind giving them my card. Ah, so you don't necessarily offer your card all the time. You collect the other person's card. I, I never offer my card unless I'm able to help them in some way. So if, but even if I'm able to help them, they're usually asking me for my card, which is really networking 101. Rather than ask for a favor, what you do is you ask to help in some way. So if I were talking to somebody like you who does a radio show, I would say, hey, if you ever need, at some point in the conversation, I wouldn't open with this, but at some point in the conversation, I would say, you know, I got 270,000 members in many professions if you're ever looking for somebody, just like I said before. And, and then if you said, wow, that would be really great, uh, I'd love to do that, can I get your card? I'd give you my card. Right. 
And then I know you want it. But give me the card. You know, I call that the card dealer. <laughs> they go around just passing out their card, and they're expecting to get some business out of that. But that doesn't work. No, I try to say something that gets people to ask me for my card. If they say something, here's another exit strategy, which I think is really powerful. If they say something that makes you, that makes you think of someone else in the room at that time that they should meet, or even if they're not in the room, but if they're in the room, that's great. You can say, hey, you know, I know somebody that can either help you with that or that is really interested in that topic. They're right here in the room. Would you like me to introduce you? Or I know them really well. Would you like me to introduce you by email? Then I try to make a, an introduction. That's about being a connector. Being a connector in networking is the best way to build a relationship because you're helping them by connecting them. Not, you're not trying to just get rid of them, <laughs> although they might be that too. <laughs> But you, you want to connect them. Being a connector, it makes a powerful networker. So if you're able to, to, in that conversation, connect them with somebody, then that's great. Then you may even ask them for the card. Give me your card. I will be happy to introduce you to so-and-so who can help you with that situation. We are talking to Ivan Meisner, the father of modern networking. And I want to talk about, just for a minute, being a connector because I'm really good at this. I, it's like I have a lot of names in my head, and I'll meet somebody, and it's I always often say, oh, you should meet so-and-so. And often I will introduce them via email. Email, and then they will go off and do something wonderful. And sometimes I feel a little sad about that. Do you ever feel sad about being a connector? No, I feel great. It's a fantastic thing because that means you are networking effectively. Now, you might want to follow up with those people from time to time. How did that work out? Did, you know, mm. did that connection I make work out for you? So, so, you know, sometimes I'll keep a list of the people that I've connected so that I can follow up a month later and see how it, how it worked out for them. But listen, if you get a reputation as a connector, then, then you become the go-to person in a network. And that, that helps you, that enables you to create a powerful personal network. And that's a great way to build your business. Ivan Meisner, let, let's see how I did. It was really nice talking to you. You know what I found interesting? Um, how you said not to apologize and not to fib when you're trying to make an exit from a conversation. And also, I really enjoyed that part about, you know, feeling good about being a connector. Uh, thank you. Oh, you're a pro. <laughs> That's really good. And if there's ever anything I can do, if you need a referral to somebody on some, uh, in some area of expertise, I'm always here for you. Thank you so much. Can I have your card? Absolutely. <laughs> I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll, I'll have, I'll have um, uh, my PR person get it, and I'll send it to you. Ivan Meisner, I love him. And I have to tell you, he sent me his card. He knows how to do it. All right, let's take a breath and take a pause and, and put some light around us and the people we love. Here's Steve Quinn. This meditation is about kindness, love, endearment, enhancement, and connection. And it goes with the color pink, a bright, vibrant pink. Picture that as we go. Think now of everything that supports your life. Think of the planet and the perfect amount of air on the planet. Think when you're thirsty and you can reach for a glass of water. Think of the sun, how we're perfectly positioned, not too close, not too far away, and we get to feel the warmth of the sun. Think of the peacefulness of falling asleep and waking up and being able to do another day. Now think of your body 
and the harmony inside your body. Everything does its job. Your heart beats, your lungs breathe for you, your blood courses through your body without you having to think about it. Add this up and what it should tell you is that something has gone to an extraordinary amount of effort for you and for all humans to be given the best shot possible. This amounts to an incredibly powerful and deep love by whatever made you for you. Now, think about all the things and people that you love. Think about what you love in life, what you love about being human, maybe your work, your passions, your family. Picture this vibrant pink and imagine it extending into all the territories that you care about. Picture it enhancing them, flowing into them, charging them up. As you do this, know that you are actually making a connection and being a little generator of that love that comes to you from a mighty source and you're extending it through you. And every time you do this, the flow between you and what loves you becomes stronger. You become an actor on its behalf. But don't stop there. People often leave themselves out of the equation and have bad self-views and just think things about themselves that aren't actually true. Extend this love and care and endearment for yourself. Picture this pink going through you, going around you, through your body, and feel yourself loving and caring for yourself. Be kind to yourself. You're not meant to be perfect. Humans are unfinished, that's the deal. We have freedom of choice, which means, by definition, we're going to mess up. We are imperfect. Have a bit more endearment for yourself and your life will improve. That's Steve Quinn, an excellent energy healer. He works a lot with people who are struggling with addictions. You can visit quitwithquinn.com. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you for shining on today. Did I tell you we had a great kickoff party for Let It Shine Incorporated? We did. We packed the little room at Hudson House Inn on Main Street in Cold Spring on a beautiful day last Sunday. Sun was shining, the river was glistening, the ladies were smiling. It was such a wonderful way to launch this great idea that was born from this show and from the Facebook page, A Circle of Women. Let It Shine, Inc. is official. Go to the website, gatheringlove.org. That's gatheringlove.org. We're doing lots of things, including right now we're collecting prom dresses at the Jefferson Valley Mall from 9 to 5. That's the Jefferson Valley Mall in Westchester. You can drop off your prom dresses at the management office. And then on March 21st, a Saturday, we hope to give all the prom dresses away. So the world is in a crazy place right now. Maybe that will be postponed. Maybe there will be no proms. I don't know. But one day, there will be a need for prom dresses and Let It Shine, Inc. will have a whole lot of them for Sweet Sixteens or whatever celebration is on the way. Uh, That's one thing. We're also planning a swap on May 16th for moms to get all the summer supplies they need. You know, you've got all that stuff in the basement, in the attic, all those flip-flops or swimsuits that the kids don't fit into anymore. We're going to have a summer swap in May and more good things to come. So to find out more about Let It Shine, Inc., go to gatheringlove.org and please join a circle of women on Facebook. I would love to see you there. We also have a circle of prayer and a circle of sweat. Contact me directly and I'll hook you up there. 
So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. And um, and I love you. Wash your hands. Our thought for the day is from Lao Tzu, who said, Being deeply loved by someone gives you strength, while loving someone deeply gives you courage. Shine on. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show for your entertainment only. Heard Sunday mornings on 100.7 WHUD and on Real Country's 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Subscribe to Shine On on iTunes and SoundCloud and catch a show anytime at casey.co. That's K-A-C-E-Y dot C-O. Shine On.